Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. Hi! Thank you for tuning into Life Plus Up. This is our episode 50, and also our one-year anniversary. Before we start, I want to give a huge shout out to all the listeners and all the friends of our podcast for your entire year of support and encouragement. When I started this podcast last October, the world is in a very different place. Now I'm here with all you guys to celebrate this important milestone, and also a great news that we are only few downloads away on hitting our 30,000 download mark. This is actually three times more than how I thought it will be on our one-year anniversary, and without all of your support, this couldn't be possible. And as we have mentioned in our social media posts and also our previous episode, this is going to be a special mailbag section that we'll be answering all the questions that have been sent to me recently in regard to any recent topic on their mind, and most importantly, we'll be announcing who is our favorite guest of the year, and that one lucky listener who will be having a one-on-one meet and greet with that favorite guest. Now, before we start. I want to remind everyone that California is still going through some of the worst wildfire in American history, and we are still in the pandemic, as we have just crossed 221,000 deaths. Many families have lost their homes after their jobs have been impacted by COVID pandemic. Many first responders and firefighters have been working nonstop day after day. You can help these brave men and women, along with those who have lost their homes, families, and livelihood, by visiting California Fire Foundations. A simple donation may not be a big deal for you, but I assure you that your support means the world for those. Now, if you cannot donate, please share the information or the link listed in the show note to your social circle, as it will really help. Aside from the wildfire. Many Americans are also suffering from losing homes and disease related to air pollutions. 
you can step in and help our volunteers, frontline workers, and families by visiting American Red Cross and donate to provide them the essentials. Remember, every penny counts and it can definitely make a difference in somebody else's life today. Before we jump into our mailbag section and celebrate our 50 episode and the one year anniversary, let's kick off with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our first news is brought to you by CNN, The Good Stuff, written by Ala Alazar. The headline is, this 14-year-old girl won a $25,000 prize for a discovery that could lead to a cure for COVID-19. As a scientist around the world raced to find a treatment for coronavirus, a young girl among them stand out. Anika Chibaru, a 14-year-old from Frisco, Texas, has just won the 2020 3M Young Scientist Challenge and a $25,000 prize for a discovery that could provide a potential therapy to COVID-19. Anika Winning's invention uses in silico mythology to discover a lead molecule that can selectively bind to the spike protein of the SARS COVID-2 virus. The last two days, I saw that there is a lot of media hype about my project since it involves SARS-CoV-2 virus, and it reflects our collective hope to end this pandemic as I, like everyone else, wish that we can go back to our no more lives soon, Anika told CNN. The coronavirus has killed more than 1.1 million people globally since China first reported to the World Health Organization in December. The United States has more than 219,000 deaths, according to the data from John Hopkins University Center for System Science and Engineering. Anika, who is Indian-American, submitted her project when she was in eighth grade, but it wasn't always going to be focused on finding a cure for COVID-19. Initially, her goal was to use in silico methods to identify a lead compound that could bind a protein of the influenza virus. After spending so much time researching about pandemics, viruses, and drug discovery, it was crazy to think that I was actually living through something like this, Anika said. Because of the immense severity of COVID-19 pandemic and the drastic impact it had made on the world in such a short time, I, with the help of my mentor, changed directions to target the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Anika says she was inspired to find potential cures to viruses after learning about the 1918 flu pandemic and finding out how many people die every year in the United States despite annual vaccinations and anti-influenza drugs on the market. Anika has an inquisitive mind and used her curiosity to ask questions about a vaccine for COVID-19. Dr. Cindy Moss, a judge for the 3M Young Scientist Challenge, told CNN. Her work was comprehensive and examined numerous databases. She also developed an understanding of the innovation process and is masterful communicator. Her willingness to use her time and talent to help 
make the world a better place and give us all hope. Anika said winning the prize and the title of the top young scientist is an honor, but her work isn't done. Her next goal, she says, is to work along the side of scientists and researchers who are fighting to control the mobilities and mortality of the pandemic by developing her finding into actual cure for the virus. My effort to find a lead compound to bind the spike protein of the SARS-CoV-2 virus this summer may appear to be a drop in the ocean, but still adds to all those efforts, she said. How I developed this molecule further with the help of virologists and drug development specialists will determine the success of these efforts. Of course, Anika also finds time to be a normal 14-year-old when she isn't in a lab or working toward her goal of becoming a doctor or researcher. Anika trains for the Indian classical dance, which she has been practicing for eight years. And here at Light Plus Up, we really want to thank you, Anika, for taking your motivation to inspire the world. Your hard work has shown us that there are cure out there waiting for discover for great scientists like you. And we can't wait to see what you could do the moment that you're able to join along the side of those researchers who are fighting so hard to bring ourselves back to normal lives. Now, I also want to go ahead and highlight another story that's also shared by CNN The Good Stuff. This is being written by Ella Alazar. The headline is, a Michigan teacher was giving a virtual lesson when she heard a student's grandma slur in her words. What she do next save a life. A first grade teacher at Michigan Elementary School is being held as a hero after alerting the school principal that her online student's grandmother was having a stroke. Julia Kuch was teaching her virtual learning class at Edgewood Elementary School on September 22 when she received a call from a grandparent who was having a technical difficulties. When Coach spoke to Cynthia Phillips, who was having trouble charging her grandmother's school tablet, the teacher noticed something was off in the grandmother's voice. It was clear there was something very wrong. Her words were so jumbled, and I couldn't understand what she was trying to say, Coach told CNN. She didn't sound like herself. Worried that Phillips might be in danger, Coach immediately called Charlie Lovelady, the principal of the school in Muskegon Heights, who then got a staff member to call 911 while he spoke to Phillips on the phone. I noticed her speech was impaired, and I asked her if she was alright, and she was stumbling over her words, and it was getting worse by the minute, Lovelady told CNN. I knew the symptoms of a stroke because I lost my father from a stroke, so I told her to hold on and immediately got her help. Even though an ambulance was on its way to Phillips, Lovelady asked two of his employees to drive to her house to check up on her and young children under her care. I would have died if it weren't for the teachers being so quick and fast about getting me help, Phillips told CNN from her hospital bed. It made me so close to the staff and the principal, even the secretary who hurried to get me on the phone with the principal. They show up at my house to make sure I'm okay, she said through her tears. 
I thank God I didn't die in front of my kids. While she is still at the hospital, Phillips says she is slowly recovering. I'm immensely proud of both Ms. Kutch and Mr. Lovelady. Their quick actions and energy they have poured into relationships with students and family during this new way of education are making a significant positive difference in the life of our students and their families. Muskegon Heights Public School Academy System's Superintendent Renee Garcia tells CNN, Being part of a community that cares. Like many other teachers who are still adjusting to online learning, Kutch has been working hard to make sure her students and her family feel comfortable in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. But her love for her kids goes far beyond teaching them math and writing through a computer screen. I don't think one can truly be a good teacher and not care about the students and their families. In the environment we are in especially, it's too hard to do this without actually truly caring, Coach said. Out of all this, what I've learned being a part of a community that cares is so important. Pay attention to people and listen to them. Always thinking of how to help, it's great to know I'm part of a team like that. Lovelady said he is blown away by how quickly his staff worked together to save Philip's life. I'm so proud of my team. It just shows that we have wonderful people here who didn't think twice about calling for help and jumping in car to check on them. He said, I'm very, very proud principal. And here at Light Plus Up, we really want to thank both Ms. Kutch and Mr. Lovelady for your immediate reactions and also saving a life. Phillips and her kids wouldn't be there to celebrate this day and listen to this beautiful news without your hard work and your inspirations. So once again, thank you for being a hero that we need so desperately during this time. Now, before we jump into our main segment, let's go ahead and take a short break and hear what our sponsor has to say. Hi, this is Kevin from Light Plus Up. Do you want to have more resources or episodes? If you do, don't forget to visit our Patreon page listed in the show description. As being a patron to our Patreon, you'll be getting special episodes, workshops, or even one-on-one Zoom meetings for your life coaching plans. Be sure to sign up for our publication, The Life Business Insiders, where you can find tons of resources to help you from some of the most brilliant minds in the industry to help you to succeed in personal financial, and career. So don't forget to subscribe to The Life Business Insider, a free online publication for all the listeners of The Life Plus Up podcast. Welcome back. Now, this is our very special episode 50 segment. First, I would like to kick off with some mailback session as we have accumulated a few questions in the past few weeks. Our first question is coming from a listener in New York. Hey, Kevin, congratulations on 50th episode. I have been following your podcast for a while, but I never really get your origin story. Why did you start this podcast? All right, actually, this is such a very good question. I don't think that I share how I started this podcast. So since that you ask, let me go ahead and share my journey with you. For the past 15 years as a life coach, aside from doing my daytime job, 
I also give numerous classes to students from elementary down to junior high, even to high school or colleges by participating in the program called Junior Achievement. So regularly, I will take the time to teach kids about financial literacy. I have been doing that for quite a while. So this idea of a podcast really started when I visited an elementary class in Brooklyn last year to teach financial literacy to a group of high school graduates that will be going to college very soon. After a few hours of classes, when I was wrapping up, ready to leave, one of the students approached me and asked, hey, I really enjoyed the class and I learned a lot from you. Is it anywhere I can find your content or your curriculum so I can go home and show to my mom? And I told him like, yeah, of course, like uh, the workbook I just gave you guys in the class earlier, you should have all the notes in there. And of course, you'll be able to provide that same class to your parents if you need it. And he said, no, like, uh, I don't really think that I can do what you just did. I can try to show her the workbook, but it will not be the same. That particular conversation really struck me. After teaching so many classes for so many years, I really don't have a database for people to download the contents they need and learn on their own pace. So I began to research and see what is the best way to put my curriculums out there for people to pick and choose topic they like and learn on their own pace. And podcast seems to be the best solution for it. And of course, that as a one-man team, I decided to do the research by my own equipment. And I really stumbled along the way. I can see, like, if you went back to episode one, the quality is quite different than what we're doing currently. There's no intro music that I had to go ahead and get licensed for. There was not a lot of editing happening. But now, after a whole year, I feel like we start to get a format down and the show become a lot more structured in comparison to how I started. And now the listeners and even the readers and subscribers to my publications will be able to pick and choose the content that they like and learn at their own pace. And that's what I really want to help everyone who's listening to this podcast to really be successful in personal, financial, and career. So I hope that this explained my origin story of how Light Plus Up come to be. Now let's go ahead and look at our second questions. This is from one of the listeners in Connecticut. Hey, Kevin. Congratulations on Lakers winning the NBA champ. So what do you think their next step should be? Do you think that they will be able to repeat it again? You know, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's Los Angeles Lakers. It had been too long since we won our last champions. And of course, that we wish Kobe Bryant and the beloved Gigi rest in peace in heaven. And really be proud when they look down on this year's team. This year's champion is very different. I can say it'd be one of my favorite championships comparing to any of the previous that I have witnessed. Imagine the struggle the world had gone through. Imagine that the season was being erupted. Imagine that we are in the bubble trying to go ahead and make sure everyone was safe and witnessing the great LeBron James and Anthony Davis creating a new chapter for our Laker fans. We have a lot of doubters this whole season. They always have new excuses telling us that Lakers are not good enough. They're saying that Kawhi Leonard from Clippers are going to become the new king of Los Angeles. They're saying that Giannis is going to be the champion. They're saying that Lakers haven't been tested by real team. And you know what? Our team tuned off 
everything and then won the champion because we have people who have hearts. Now, as a fan, I definitely believe that they will repeat and get another champion. But is it going to be easy? Not so much. Remember, one of our biggest nemesis that will be standing in our way will be the Golden State Warriors. We're talking about the fully healthy Steph Curry along with Klay Thompson and Draymond Green joining back. And we will have to defeat them just to get to NBA final again. Not to mention that right now we got LA Clippers who completely bombed their first season together with quite Leonard and Paul George, they had something to prove, and that's also very dangerous. And some of our most influential guys like Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard, they are currently a free agent now, and then they will have to make a decision to see if they're going to go ahead and come back to Laker on the veterans minimum, or be taking a few more million dollars from other teams now people see how good they are. So, I am not worried. I believe a new chapter is ahead as long as we have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now, is it going to be easy? No, but all the champions are not easy. And you will only make it much better. Okay, so let's go ahead and see how our next question is. This listener is from Brooklyn, New York. Hey, Kevin, I want to ask you about the importance of cover letter. I have gone through a few of your episodes, but it doesn't seem to be included in any of your contents. So can you tell us about how important a cover letter is during a job application? This is actually a good question. I definitely feel a cover letter can distinguish an applicant from people who are just casually applying or mass applying. When you're doing a cover letter, you're showing the recruiters that you're taking the time to analyze your own skill set and try to write a personal letter to the recruiter or the interviewer about why they should choose you rather than other applicants who can simply just click and upload their resume online. Let's be honest, a lot of people when they actually go online to apply for jobs, they don't apply for one job, they apply for multiple jobs in that day and try to attach resume to every single job post that actually resemble to anything they're looking for for. And the recruiters knows that too. But once a while, they will come across an applicant that actually take the time to really type out a letter addressing to the company about why they are the best choice. You really make the recruiter think twice before they click onto the filter on trying to find the next applicant. So, is cover letter important? Of course. Do you write one for every single company you apply for? It really depends. But if you're currently doing a mass applications, is it possible to write cover letter for all of them? No. But I will say that at least for the job that you really want, you should take the time to write a cover letter. And since you have asked, maybe in the near future, I will just post another episode just about how to construct a perfect cover letter if this is something that people want to know more. But I wish you the best luck on finding the next job. Now let's dive into our next questions. So our next listener was a DM from Instagram. Kevin, where did you find all your guests and how do you normally select time slots for them to choose from? Do you use any of the software that you can recommend to a podcaster who's looking to start off? Okay, this is actually a very simple question. If you are a podcaster who's looking forward to star, the most effective way to find guests for your show 
is to really listen to other podcasts, to try to go ahead and dive into the categories that you like. There are a lot of Facebook fan clubs out there or Instagram groups that you might be able to join that allow the podcasters to find other podcasters to collab with. For me, a lot of times that I will get invitations from other professionals, experts, people who read the writing, who are followers for the, the publications. And sometimes that I have a particular topic that I really want to discuss, I will go out to find who is the most influential and most credible experts on that field. If sometimes that I want to talk about a particular topic like the wine, I will really go out of the way to find out who the agent is and try to book it. And of course, that when you have a lot of guests lining up, a lot of content looking to publish, it can get overwhelming sometimes. So I use a software or application called Calendly. Basically, it allowed me to go ahead and link my calendar and then put into different time slots into a link. It can be single use or regular use, and I send it to my guests for them to choose a time. And then when they chose a particular time slot, a Zoom meeting will be sent out automatically. And you make it very easy for me to organize all the lineup for the guests. But of course, as you guys all know, I don't just keep pushing more guests on the show. I really wanna make sure that we invite good quality guests that will allow the listeners to really learn something and take away from to help them to become successful in personal, financial, and career. So, of course, as one podcaster to another, I wish you the very best luck. If you have any more questions, you can always feel free to DM me at any time. Now, let's go ahead and dive into our one last questions before we jump into our winner announcement for our one-year anniversary specials. Our last question is actually from one of our listeners in Queens, New York. Hi, Kevin. It seems that right now the property value have been dropping nearby and there's a lot of vacant homes out there I see for sale sign. Do you think it's a great time to move into the market for real estate investments? Okay, so this is a very interesting question that I can only give you limited answers. And here's why. Based on my current job requirement, I will not be able to give a detailed investment advice. But I can say one thing is that there is a lot more inventory comparing to before. A lot of people in the more dense metropolitan city like New York City are looking to move toward the suburbs because of the pandemic. And also that we're currently going through one of the lowest rate in modern histories on mortgages. So it really create a lot of buying powers with a lot more inventories to offer. And in this case, the buyers will have a lot more selections they will have a lot more bargaining power. And most importantly, that you will have a lot more sellers that is willing to negotiate. So if you ask me, is this the best time to go into the real estate market? I cannot tell you that. But I do say that if you have the motivations to start diving into real estate for yourself and your family, it definitely looked like a very promising time to do so. And I will always suggest everyone to seek out a professional realtor to understand the markets to get the full report making sure that you are getting the best bang of your buck okay so that concludes our mailbag sessions i have a lot more questions i couldn't answer due to time but i do want all the listeners to continue to send in your questions if i did not answer your questions i will try my very best to reply to you in either dm form or in the upcoming mailbag session 
Now, I would like to go ahead and announce who is our most favorite guest based on the popular vote. So with the little drum roll, our guest of the year is Dr. Garland Vince. Dr. Garland Vince is actually one of my favorite guests of the show as well too. In the short time that we have conversed, Dr. have actually shown us a lot of ways to make sure that we are not going to let busyness take over our life and take down our productions. And for this one lucky listeners, which I will be DM you directly, I will try my very best to go ahead and set you up a one-on-one meet and greet with Dr. Garland Vince. And as a surprise gift, I also have his signed autograph book prepared for this moment. So I will be also sending you that signed autograph book. Now, I really appreciate everyone sending in their emails and DMs about who their guest is. And of course, that I also want to urge everyone, if you want to get more content and have those special one-on-one me and greet, Zoom meetings, coachings, and coaching plans, please take the time to visit our Patreon page, which will be getting exclusive members' benefits. Now, with that being said, I thank all of you for this amazing one-year journey. Without your support and your encouragement, this could never happen. And I want to be right here to witness all your success for your upcoming year as well, too. Remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So why don't we have an amazing, fun, and successful podcast together? I see all of you next Wednesday at Life Plus Up. And thank you once again for the whole year of love and encouragement. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.